At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the 2022 VSIN Draft Betcast, presented by DraftKings, live from Las Vegas, with former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, Super Bowl champion Sean King, first round pick Mike Pritchard, betting analysts Tim Murray, Femi Abebefe, and Matt Brown. Here is Gil Alexander. We are getting there. Go time is upon us. It is the VEASAN Draft BetCast. Appreciate you hanging with us tonight. This is the place to be to watch the draft through the lens of betting and nothing but. All of us here, uh, at least on the primetime action crew, along with Mike Pritchard uh, and over at Circa, we have tons of bets. Uh, are hoping that this draft is as successful, as successful betting as it has been in previous years, but it is also the most uncertain. And now almost everything is off the board except for a wide receiver market, and I believe an offensive lineman market as well. We can get some of these things. So there are still, um, you know, like the 10th overall pick you can still, <laughs> you can still make a bet on and things like that. But yeah, actually, as we sit right now, the only, the only thing up right now is now immediately off the board. So there's, there there's is. no, no bets. Uh, in there right now, as Johnny mentioned, Johnny Velo from, from DraftKings did tell us earlier, they will be live trading this. So as soon as this thing gets going, just uh, hit the live in-game tab over there on DraftKings and you'll be able to, you better bet this thing live. Do you think if you, if you were in a jurisdiction that had that, that you would partake in that or is your pre-flop no, action enough? No, I would never. Can you imagine me doing that? I mean, <laughs> yes, I would be. Yes. Let me ask, like, let me ask that a different deep way. in it as far as I could possibly. Let me ask be. that a different way. If we were doing this show, <laughs> would you still do it? Yes. 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 Also, yes. Absolutely. Uh, man, 
Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, not quite yet on the clock, but about to be to kick off the 2022 draft. And we can't say for sure, but again, this thing had steamed to yeah. 800 and then got pulled off. The board, so Trayvon so. Walker at minus 800, it is, as the French say, fait accompli. It's going to be Trayvon Walker to the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you believe in markets, I do. It will be him. And then the drama will really begin after that. Who will the Detroit Lions, who have both the second and the 32nd picks in the draft, who will they decide to go with with the number two pick? And that's where the uncertainty begins at two, at three, and beyond. And that's what happens when you have a draft that is not quarterback rich. Yes, there are quarterbacks that might go, but it's not considered a top-heavy group to be drafted at the top of the draft. And so that's where we are. Trayvon Walker, who will go next? Will it be Aiden Hutchinson, who was rumored to be not only the number two pick, but for so much, the balance of the college football season was going to be the number one pick in the draft until, well, he wasn't. I should say that Kayvon Thibodeau was was the favorite to be the number one for the balance of the college football season until Aiden Hutchinson played Ohio State, and then that shifted, and for the balance of the offseason, he has been until he wasn't. And now, who knows how far he slips? What's your hunch on that, Pritch? Well, I mean, he's attractive to the Jets, I would believe. The Jets need an edge player, Uh, and if he's the best edge player on the board, I I think – uh, diving into philosophies for teams, I mean, you got to go with the best players available. And you got two top 10 picks. Uh, and Aiden Hutchinson, do you risk that he's going to be there later for you in a draft, or do you go ahead and select him at four? So I would imagine Aiden, if he does slip, he'll go to digest at four. Trayvon Walker, it appears, will be the Jaguars pick. We don't know that officially yet, but I kick it over to Circa uh, with Femi and Michael Lombardi. Femi Abebefe and Michael Lombardi, host of the GM Shuffle podcast, and, and obviously VEASAN host as well. And so this was really the thing, guys. There was a rumored battle, a triumvirate at the top of the Jaguars organization, the owner, Shahid Khan, obviously new head coach Doug Peterson, GM Trent Balky. They each had a different desire. It appears that Trent Balky's love for long-arm defensive linemen might have actually won out. It, it appears so, Michael. I mean, yeah. we talked about that. I mean, a few weeks ago, you said that you kept hearing about Trayvon Walker. Now that it's coming to fruition there, Jacksonville going with the projection over the production of Aiden Hutchinson. Well, you know, look, you can watch Hutchinson against Georgia, and you could say, look, this is worrisome. And then you could watch Trayvon Walker pra- go against the guy that Hutchinson went against. You can watch every practice. Mm-hmm. And you can make up your mind on that. You know, and you can see it's hard to do in scouting to see a guy play against the same guy twice. So, you know, look, uh, again, there it was not like a lock. After you watch the, 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 the championship game against Georgia – you couldn't walk away from that tape saying, boy, Hutchinson's the number one pick in the draft. I mean, the media may, may have said that, but, uh, you know, I don't know if any team did. And the one thing I think I, you could say is every team is evaluated. That's why if Detroit takes Thibodeau at two, they, their board is stacked in terms of they probably have Thibodeau as the best rusher, maybe Walker second, maybe Hutchinson third, maybe Johnson from Florida State, you know, in there too. So yeah. it's a, just a different flavor of the month here, and so I—I I, I mean, I know everybody had Hutchinson going one, but that—that t- that game worries you, just like the—that when you watch Baker Mayfield play against Georgia, in that game, and he couldn't throw the ball outside, and he had a hard time completing on third down. Mm-hmm. You got to say, look, this is the NFL. This is this is more realistic than playing against some of these other teams. Yeah, and this—it's so fascinating to see how these discussions come to be in the. The narratives got get built about Hayden Hutchinson once it got to March and the Jacksonville Jaguars 
were able to franchise tag Cam Robinson. Everyone said, okay, it's going to be Hutchinson. Let's just pack up shop here. Here we go, Hutchinson. But Walker's combine, in addition to the teams, already just felt really good about him. And we more so just did the catching up to do. These yeah. teams saw him as a top 10 player all the way back in December. And now we finally caught up to where once it's Trent Balky, and you mentioned the flavor of ice creams and the different preferences, yeah. he clearly has a preference for long-armed defensive linemen. I was told reliably all the time that, you know, if, you want, if they want to take the most talented rusher, it's Walker. And that's from guys that covered the Southeast Conference and did all the teams. So, look, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, I'm sure that the con who's blown more than his share of first-round picks is Jacksonville, <laughs> probably saying, look, are you sure? Can Hutchinson looks like the sure thing. Well, you know, when I was in Oakland, we drafted the sure thing in Robert Gallery, and that turned out not to be very sure. You know, and, and so we made, you know, the sure thing doesn't always look like the sure thing. So I, I think you've got to be careful here in, in this. And look, this is a draft that three years from now, we're all going to look back on it and say, wow, there were, there were not a lot of good players that really reached the level of expectation. Let me play the role of Shad Khan here. Let's go back to last night's discussions, Michael. You'll be Trent Balky, I'll be Shad Khan. Okay, Trayvon Walker. Why did he only have nine and a half sacks in his career at Georgia? Well, I think a lot of it is because of the rotation of the defense, how they run to their ends to play the containment of the rush. I think if, if we were able to get his hand in the dirt, play him at the OEN, play him a little bit looser on the outside, and then we could take advantage of his athleticism and speed, I think he can really advance us. I think when you get a guy with this much speed, this much athleticism, you know, and he does have instincts. He's not a non-instinctive player. I think you can, we can get him turned around. There's an upside to this player. The problem is Hutchinson, there's no upside. He's going to play hard all the time, but he's going to go against guys that are just a little bit better than him that will beat him. The commissioner is at the podium right now. The Jags are officially on the clock. Uh, Any chance they could trade this one? What if no. somebody were to call them five minutes into the clock here as they try to milk this thing out? Any shot at a trade? I, I don't. Th that's typically not how it's going to go. Usually <laughs> what happens is, is the, these things are worked out in the past. I mean, what are we? We're almost... 10 after, and now it just yeah. started. Yo, get ready for a long one now. You're going to be, you get your pajamas on in this one. This one's going to be a long one. I just ask a question that most fans want to know. Why does the team with the number one pick, if they're going to draft Trayvon Walker, what are they waiting for? What, why are they going to use the whole clock? Uh, well, why? I think they want to go to commercial. It's a TV production, Gil. I think this is TV's <laughs> producing this as much as anything. And so, you know, that's all that you're is, told. Huh? They may have turned it, they may have turned it in but they're not going to let it out. There's a computer system that all these teams have that they'll get the pick earlier than the TV does that we will get. And so you'll be able to know it. And Femi asked me a really good question. Does the kid know or the agent know? And no, they're, you're told not to call the kid until you turn the card in. Wow. Man. So it's all TV drama. I, well, I mean, look, it's a moneymaker for the league. Way. I'm glad it didn't. I mean, Gil, yeah. look, this thing started... You know, yeah. this thing started oh. when Chet Forte asked Pete Rozelle if he could televise the draft. And Rozelle said, what do you want to do? Why would you want to do that? Like, this thing started back in, in, back in the 1980s. So and nobody believed it. it, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's been since 1936 when Burt Bell came back after, you know, he got turned down by Stan Koskis, a linebacker, a fullback up at the University of Minnesota. And he couldn't sign him. And he thought, we've got to do something to equalize the balance of power in the National Football League. He owned the Eagles at the time. Big Stan should be honored tonight. It's it, He turned, you know, that bidding war turned into the draft. <laughs> 
Well, they, for some reason, Ice Cube has made yeah. his way to the stage as a representative of the Raiders franchise. It almost looked franchise. like it was an impromptu thing, too. Yeah. Like, Goodell just kind of, like, pointed down at him. and was like, hey, man, you want to come up here and talk for a little bit? Like Derek Carr, Darren Waller, and here, Marcus Allen, and now Ice Cube, representative <laughs> of the Raiders franchise. When you think Las Vegas, you think Ice Cube. That's right. Yeah. He, of course, a uh, famous uh, L.A. Raiders fan <laughs> once upon a time, apparently. Uh, so things are underway there on the other side of the link. Uh, the the pre-draft festivities that were in front of the Bellagio, those have completed where everybody was wearing their, uh, their beautiful suits and doing interviews, and now the real serious business begins. Um, what is your thought right now, Matt? So Trayvon won, but what is your hunch? Just asking you for a hunch at two and three. I still feel like it's probably Hutchinson, but I, I do think that the— I do think that the Kayvon Thibodeau stuff is very real. I do too. I think it's very real. Just give me Derek Stingley at three. The narrative of like, you know, that they had to take him because he played at Michigan. I mean, like that's, that's oh, just sell jerseys. That yeah. Kind of I mean, like, yeah. it's like, come on. I mean, yeah. like that's not, that's I never not got to ask you, Pritch. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think you're most certain of in this draft? You didn't get to answer that. Um, six wide receivers. I believe uh, the league is trending that way. It has been for a while. And they're looking for more explosive playmakers on the outside. So, uh, and also they want to lower that number if they can. Uh, I mean, it's getting out of control with what wide receivers are making the established ones uh, in the National Football League. Yeah. And it is. And that's the thing, right? That's the biggest difference mm-hmm. between football now and football when we were kids. The notion that we may not and perhaps by the betting market probably will not get a running back drafted, though there is some buzz about Brees Hall from Iowa State going to Buffalo at 25. That's a possibility. But generally speaking, running backs just not prioritized in modern-day NFL. It is, of course, this just in, a big-time passing league. And so that's how the game is turned, and we'll see how it works out today. When will the flurry of wide receivers begin? I'm going to guess late top 10, somewhere in that pocket. And then it's just going to be a wide receiver fest. The Jaguars are on the clock coming back on the 2022 VEASAN Draft BetCast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. 
Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
This is the 2022 v Draft BetCast, presented by DraftKings. Live in Las Vegas from the South Point Resort and Casino and the Circa Resort and Casino, here is Gil Alexander. Thank you, Daniele. Thought I'd bring up Danielle. She was with us last year for this. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Mike Pritchard, and of course, Kelly Bidlin live from Circa here on our DraftCast. Uh, we've gone over an hour. Jacksonville, by the way, still on the clock. Still got five minutes to go down. Uh, we've gone more than an hour without going through some of the bets that we have made over time. Would you like to share, sir? Wow. Um, <laughs> I have a list. I know you do. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, at least for the at the top here. So pretty much any way this can go, it works out okay for me. I was able to get in on Hutchinson at a, at a shorter-ish price when it looked like he was the, the slam dunk. But then when the Walker steam really started, I got in at plus money on him, and then I – went back to pre-free agency and found that Icky Aquanu ticket from <laughs> like late February <laughs> that was sitting in the yeah. account that I totally forgot about. So pretty much anyway, this, this first pick could go, it's going to turn out. Uh, okay. Got that uh, Hutchinson over, a, over one and a half at plus plus one twenty eight to get some plus money on that was, was good. Um, that was here here in town at Boyd. Whenever we shared the little, <laughs> the discrepancy in the couple of prices that they had going on there. So really, for me, at the top here, I have Thibodeau as a top 10 and then under four and a half as well. So we we will see. It would be nice if that would just go ahead and cash at the second pick for sure. Well, the pick is officially in. And uh, Jaguars fans talking a bunch of schmack. You know, all those Super Bowls that they've won. Yes. <laughs> all that all that schmack to all they're doing. The pick is in. Uh, we fully expect this to be minus 800 closing favorite Trayvon Walker. I uh, will let you know uh, what it is here momentarily, but that appears to be what it is. Um, the the bet that you're most excited about that you have, or it's got to be Derek Stingley going three, right? That's the one. All the Stingley, all the Stingley liability is yes. first is, corner number is really three. Really good, yeah. I, I I like that a, a good bit. And then I think you know the Packers' first player drafted as as a wide receiver to be able to get that when that market opened at plus money, I was I was shocked. Now they could still go a different direction, but if they don't get Aaron Rodgers at wide receiver. In this draft. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh. Can you imagine? It would be the most ridiculous thing ever. It would be absolutely ridiculous. I mean, if... if spoilers have come through. They are. They're coming through yes. now? Spoilers have come through. If you're, if you're the Jaguars, Mike... Yes. Trayvon Walker was the guy that you would have drafted here? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, you, you think about upside, you think about starters, but you think about, okay, who's going to help us from a standpoint of that immediate impact? Because that's what you're doing at the top of the draft anyway. Uh, Hutchinson, from a motor standpoint, you can appreciate that, but from a skill set standpoint, uh, and growth too, right? Uh, I, I think Walker still has that growth uh, in him. Uh, he's not a finished product, but he's an amazing athlete and a guy that you can move around with the versatility too up front. Jaguar selection is in. The commissioner is uh, on the podium, and the Jaguars, with the number one pick in the 2022 draft, do select Trayvon Walker, edge rusher out of Georgia. So Trayvon Walker, everybody who had him as the number one pick, congratulations to you. You are on the way for the 2022 NFL draft. And so the Jaguars get their man. It does appear that Trent Balky gets his guy specifically. Uh, Doug Peterson, new coach, maybe not Offensive help, but that's what they get. Trayvon Walker, and they look thrilled at the Walker residence. Look at them. That's, did, uh, did he not get the call yet? Uh, apparently not. Maybe we're on delay. <laughs> yeah, it is delay. Or he knew. Or he knew this was happening, and it's all old hat. Yeah, for him. like a week yeah. ago. Right. They already threw the party. We'll throw it to Circa, uh, Femia Bebefe, and Michael Lombardi because the Detroit Lions now quickly are on the clock. 
it was long believed that if the Jaguars went with Trayvon Walker, that the Lions would absolutely take Aiden Hutchinson. And a whole bunch of people said, well, you know, he played at Michigan. They'll take Aiden Hutchinson. But that's not how the market has looked here in the last few hours prior to this draft. Will it be Aiden Hutchinson or perhaps what I'm thinking it's going to be? I think it's going to be Kayvon Thibodeau. Which would you guys go with here? I'm really fascinated to get your take on this, Mike, because as somebody who's tracking the betting markets quite a bit, I agree with what Gil and Matt are saying. Like the betting markets have said Thibodeau at two. The mock drafts have said Hutchinson at two. But they always put what Gil says in the mock, that how could they pass up the hometown guy? Like we're 1950. Like this is 1950 and we need them to sell tickets to the game. Like seriously, this is the 2022. Take the best player. It has nothing to do with it. And so... You know, hold on here. Let me see. You get a little info a in here. Yeah. Might be getting some info here on this one. Well, they went. They went with the hometown player. Wow. Little spoiler alert here for they Michael went with Lombardi. the hometown player, Gil. I'm getting that too. Wow. So in the <laughs> end, that? it does appear that it could be Aiden Hutchinson. Oh boy, twist. And they- twist. Back to Aiden Hutchinson. We think. Not official yet, but we believe that's Wait, the case. I, I I'm can getting tell the you same intel. <laughs> Michael said he can tell you it's official. I can tell yeah. you it's official. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny is that everybody yeah. always said that if Jacksonville went Trayvon Walker at one, then Dan Campbell would sprint across the stage and then put that pick in. It looks like that's what happened because the pick is I, already in. <laughs> that was my line. I, I said he would sprint across the stage, and you're right. He did a virtual sprint. Uh, so it is Aiden Hutchinson that goes from uh, from Michigan to the Detroit Lions at number two. We didn't need much of that clock at all. We we didn't need much of that at all. Apparently, he is he's the guy to go bite the kneecaps and and things up there <laughs> for for Dan Campbell. And listen, at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's uh, he was a he was a guy that I'm not a talent evaluator, but uh, all the guys that are say that he is going to be a solid starter in the NFL for 10 years. And so I guess yeah. if you're if, if you're sitting there, do you do you pass on the guy that's going to be a solid starter in the NFL for for 10 years, especially? whenever you didn't think for the longest time he was going to be there, right? I mean, like it was yeah. dead set he was going to go one overall. Mike Pritchard, uh, yeah. M- Michael Lombardi's point about this, though, I mm-hmm. think is a good one, which is, okay, you know, it shifted to Aiden Hutchinson as the number one pick after we saw him play Ohio State. Didn't look that good against Georgia, though, did he? No, he did not. Um, but I, I think when you're evaluating talent, too, the projection of that, uh, is he that type of player for your culture? Uh, you remember Campbell, they got a lot of these players last year, even though the record didn't indicate that. Uh, I, I thought these guys fought for that situation uh, with the coaching staff that they had up there, too. So I'm one to believe. I know what Michael Lombardi was talking about, but Detroit's not bringing in any fans. I mean, the guy is right there. And I, I know uh, from a player standpoint, you want to get the best player available. And according to Detroit Lions, they're going with Hutchinson. They feel like he's a better player than Thibodeau. Some people are going to have different opinions on that. But on top of that, too, if you do get an organization involved in it, like like the Detroit Lions, who repeatedly are this high in the draft, you have to create some type of excitement. The, you know, the one, two, three that I that I recommended on a numbers game this past week was Trayvon one, Hutchinson two, Stingley three mm-hmm. when, when DraftKings was offering those. But it is amazing, right? This pick is such a great example of how the intel in this draft you had people that were so sure it was going to be Hutchinson, and then you had another group of people that were so sure it was going to be Kayvon mm-hmm. Thibodeau. The market was shifting, and I, I heard from some credible people today, oh, it's absolutely Kayvon it too. It takes you off the scent. In the end, it is Aiden Hutchinson. Mm. 
And to your point, by the way, there is yep. some precedent. Washington picked Chase Young second a couple years back. He was a kid from DeMatha High School. There was a little, now I'm not saying this is the right justification, mm -hmm. but there was a little bit of the hometown kid plays here. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're a franchise like Detroit, I mean, what else do you have? Seriously, what else do you have? And, and as players, uh, we understand that too. I mean, from a marketing standpoint, from an agent standpoint, uh, Baker Mayfield going to Cleveland, uh, whether that was a great pick or not, he had that presence about him. Yeah. I saw it at the Senior Bowl up close and personal. Uh, you see it when he was early on with the Cleveland Browns. You don't see it anymore because that, that people lost flavor of that or taste of that. But uh, I think Aiden Hutchinson, from a family standpoint, a Michigan guy right there in Detroit staying home, uh, that's something I think the Detroit Lions were attracted to. A Michigan man. And that, of course, brings the Houston Texans to the clock. Houston Texans on the clock now after the Hutchinson pick to the Lions at two. Uh, it would seem, guys, over at Circa, Femi, and, and Michael, that in a perfect world, the Texans, who have every need under the sun, would trade out of this. Problem is, they might not have had any trade partners that were willing to trade in for anything. And so, it appears that they've elected to keep this pick. They are on the clock. Which way, I, Michael, from your lips to God, man, I hope it's I hope it's Derek Stingley. <laughs> I sure do. Well, I mean, look, it, you know, it, it, maybe it would have been different Hutchinson there. I, I never have heard Thibodeau's name mentioned in Houston, you know, and, and for me, I don't understand the Stingley pick at three because you're playing Lovey Smith's defense. Your corners are really not asked to play man-to-man. -man. You're a cover two system. Rondy Barber was a second-round pick. Tillman was a second-round pick. I mean, you, you're really – overloading the asset in terms of the corner position when you play a lot of cover two, Tampa two, the way Lovey wants to play. But maybe they just feel like they're going to play a little bit more man. They're going to do a little bit more, uh, you know, third down stuff, put him on the best receiver, and they feel like he's the best corner. So, uh, you know, to me, I, 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 you're right. He would love to trade out if he could. There's no denying that. Real quick, Michael, I wanted to ask you a question here. Two edge rushers off of the board, one and two. Would you be inclined to maybe take the top-rated offensive player here at three? I think you're the Texans. Your needs are we need everything. So you could take – to me, they could take any position, and they, it would upgrade their roster. They're devoid the of talent. I mean, and I would start with the offensive and defensive lines if I were them. You know, I would. That, that's where I – and obviously that's why I brought up Thibodeau because I never heard Thibodeau's name mentioned here. But the offensive linemen, they certainly could use. It'd be hard for them to go wrong here, Gil. Guys, we appreciate it. We'll find out who the Texans are going to pick, and the pick is in. Ho, ho, ho. We think it's our guy. We got to go to break. We'll update it next. And then even more drama with the Jets at four coming back on the VEASAN 2022 NFL Draft BetCast. This is the 2022 v Draft BetCast, presented by DraftKings. Live in Las Vegas from the South Point Resort and Casino and the Circa Resort and Casino, here is Gil Alexander. Well, we got a very happy studio here at the South Point. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Mike Pritchard, and Kelly Bidlin. Pick number three, the Houston Texans did in fact go Derek Stingley Jr. And Matt, I want to give you dap. Because you were the guy who weeks ago said, you know what, I'm going to take a flyer on Derek Stingley first cornerback selected. And at that time, it was plus 280. And Derek Stingley may have been injury riddled the last two years. But when LSU was great, he 
was absolutely great. And he went out and he crushed the pro day, which everybody, that's the last thing people are going to remember, right? I mean, it's its easy to forget the injury rid, riddled years when you can go back and get some of that stuff from his freshman year, which if he'd have been able to come out after his freshman year, he'd have been a top 10 pick in the, after his freshman year. But uh, yeah, I mean, it goes out there, runs what they want to see, jumps what they want to see, does all the stuff they want to see. And um, it's easy to fall in love with a guy that can that can cover like that and run that fast. Yeah, absolutely. And then you're thinking about the conference too, SEC. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got two players in the top three from the SEC right there. And, and you know, the SEC defenses, um, the National Football League, they love to see the schemes from that conference in mm-hmm. particular. But, um, I, you know, I, I think when you think about Stingley Jr. here too and Lovey and, and Michael Lombardi hit on this a little bit uh, about the scheme. Like, is, is it going to be a true cover two or are they going to adapt to that too? But I, I think with a player like this, you can you can adapt. You can mm-hmm. you kind of evolve the Tampa two, if you will. I, they still don't have strong edge guys. Uh, like the true Tampa two defense needs. Uh, yeah. But when you have guys like this on the outside, that'll help that out. And they're in the AFC, so they better be able to cover. They better. That's exactly right. They better be able to cover. That is the first time since 1992, 30 years ago, where the NFL draft has featured defense, 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 picks one, two, and three. 30 years since that's happened. And Derek Stingley, a lot of different opinions on whether he ought to have been the first cornerback. Obviously, there's a big Ahmad Sauce Gardner camp that thought he should have been the first cornerback. But I'll tell you, for, for me personally, that I hit that hits first cornerback for me. That hits the number three pick exactly, exactly. at big yeah. money. That hits uh, Ahmad Gardner under 11 and a half. A lot of us had the under Pritch. You had right. that too. Uh, that hits Iki Aquanu over three and a half. So that's four picks in one with three of those being plus money. And a shout out to our own Mitch Moss, who hosts uh, follow the money here at VEASAN. He got Der- Derek Stingley as the number three pick at 100 to one mm. when Whoa. it first came out. So shout out to Mitch. He got that done as well. Good for him. All I know is it's our first big, big winner of the night, guys. So uh, money guns. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Go. A little let's money go. gun action. <laughs> let's go. There you go. A money gun action. All right. Well, the pick is in for the New York Jets. Uh, gentlemen at Circa Femi and Michael, do you think this is Thibodeau or do you think this is Icky Aquano or somebody else? I think it's somebody else, Gil. Yeah, I think it, it's it, going to be Sauce Gardner. There you go. I think it's going to be Sauce Gardner. I think this is, uh, you know, the corners have come off and now you know that Seattle maybe they thought about trading up it'll be interesting now but the this is another team you know they run the Pete Carroll scheme it's more of a cover three system so uh you know it's interesting that now the Jets come back and take the other corner the Giants had had their hopes on taking a corner I think it's going to kind of deter them the Stingley move starting the corner there kind of has changed the tenor of the draft now I think the Giants have to look at offensive line Charles Cross (laughs) Whether Ikanu, yeah. you know, Neil, I think that's where they go. But this is going to be Gardner because Gardner gives them, you know, they, they knew they weren't going to be able to get Gardner at the pick at 10. So they're probably managing this right now at four. Well, I'm interested in this, Michael, because what we know about this Jets brass, Joe Douglas comes from Philadelphia where they really value the offensive line. Robert Sala from San Francisco, his days in Seattle, defensive line. We were right. talking about this all month long, thinking that it's going to be Great one point. of the trenches there. Great For point. them to now go Sauce Gardner, is Great it just point. that they saw him so much better than the guys that were left in the trenches? Great point. I mean, look, you know, they, they won a Super Bowl in Seattle. Richard Sherman was a fifth-round pick. Byron Maxwell, I think he was a third. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they you know, they didn't put a lot of money or resources into the corner position. And so San Francisco typically never does either because they're running a zone scheme. It's 85 to 90% cover three that transfers in the man once once the routes start to get developed. So to me, I think it's a little bit of an overkill, but 
you know, they, maybe they just felt Gardner was that much better. I mean, you got Morgan Moses at right tackle. He's he's on the ground quite a bit. He never stays healthy. Gil, you know that. You watched him in Washington. Had to get him up all the time. So, yep. you know, uh, I don't know how you're going to win with that, especially when you got really good offensive linemen still on the board. But, look, the, I, I think what, what you guys said about the reaction to the receivers, I think it's pretty clear. The receivers are you got to cover these guys, and so you better match them, and so they get the best corner. To me, though, here's what I would say. I said this today on my show. I, I have a hard time drafting a corner that that doesn't have that you can't say this is this is going to be Dion mm-hmm. or this is going to be Rod Woodson because if you get a, a Jeff Aquano in the first, you know, and you don't get a shutdown corner, wow, that's a problem. Yeah, it, it can be very very problematic. But Sauce Gardner going under his draft position four and a half, I believe it was at DraftKings. Does that catch anything for you guys out there at the South Point? Well, no. I mean, what it does is we we do get a loser in the Kayvon yes. Thibodeau prop is what it does. Mm-hmm. And after the Stingley thing going three, we, we don't really and, care right now. And, and, right? That's, <laughs> you know, and that's at the four and a half. It was yeah. five and a half out there for a while. You know, like it depends on what number you get because yeah. I think he's super live now because you have all three of the tackles still available. So the mm-hmm. Giants coming back at seven, they, can, they know for sure one of those three guys is going to be there at seven. So do you then now kind of adjust and, and just say like, okay, well, now we'll take Thibodeau. Right. And then one of the three, you know, well, at least two of the three will be there for us at seven. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so many trades are in play too, perhaps, because you think about Carolina at six. What are they thinking right now? Offensive line, because all mm-hmm. three of them still there. Uh, the Giants, uh, we're thinking they're going to go offensive line here too. We're hoping at least, right, from a betting standpoint. Um, Charles but, Cross would be awfully nice. Right, right. Yeah. But, you know, you just, with all these multiple picks, with eight teams with multiple picks, you know the phones are ringing. At least I, I would assume mm-hmm. that that's what's going on right now with the amount of talent on the board. I don't, I don't think anybody out there saw Stingley Gardner going back-to-back um, in the top four. I don't know if that was well, even I, thought about. I, I tell you, I think Michael's right, though. I think once Stingley was mm-hmm. taken, the Jets probably said to themselves, we're, he's not last until 10, yeah. let's grab him, right. and we'll worry about 10 when we get there. And that's what I think will happen with the wideouts as well. Right? We'll see if it happens with the mm-hmm. offensive yeah. line. And whatever your stat was from earlier, this is now this is now the first time since the merger that the first four picks were all defense. The merger in 1970. Yeah. First time since the, since, since the AFL-NFL merger. I'm just going to ask for someone to get on that. That we've gone one, two, three, four to start an NFL draft on defense. And so that's where we are. And so every offensive player still on the board for the New York Giants who have picks number five and number seven. Remember, the number seven pick was conveyed to them in the deal that got the Bears Justin Fields last year. So the Giants five and seven uh, bookending the Carolina Panthers, who are at six in between the Carolina Panthers. Uh, all buzz indicates they will not go quarterback at number six, but at this point, we'll see. Giants on the clock now with a number five pick. And remember, here's where we get to a couple teams in the Giants and the Panthers. The Giants, lest we forget, lost their last six games of the season last year. The Panthers lost their last seven games of the season last year. So two teams, obviously, that have a bitter taste in their mouth. Giants finished 4-13, and 13, the Panthers 5-12, and 12. And we'll see what the Giants do here with number five. Will it be Charles Cross? I have a prop that the Giants will go offense with their first pick. But I I agree with what you just what you guys are saying. It's scaring me a little bit, Mm -hmm. which is what you said, Matt, makes perfect sense. They know they have seven. Mm -hmm. They know there's a bevy of offensive linemen. First bevy call today, by the way. (laughs) And so maybe they do go Kayvon here because let's put it this way. You said there's a slew that will be available. A slew will come later. Yes, sir. Kayvon, if Kayvon doesn't go here, I mean, he, he, he is looking currently like the guy that's 
in slip mode. Okay. Yeah, I saw him at the Pac-12 championship game, up close and personal, Utah and uh, Oregon. Uh, he was not interested. And this is a championship game, a conference championship game. Uh, and he was not interested. I know he stands out on tape. Mm -hmm. But to me, as a player, I'm like, this guy's not invested in this game for a conference championship. And so I don't know how many evaluators looked at that. He's, he's a very, very talented player. But I've seen a ton of talented players uninterested, and therefore they're not that valuable to, to teams out there. Five defensive players in a row. Oh, man, so I lose that prop. It's Kayvon? Kayvon Thibodeau goes to the New York Giants at five. And I think it's because of the way that it fell. Exactly yeah. what you guys were yeah. saying. Yeah. It, because of the way it fell. It, it's We can get an offensive lineman mm -hmm. at seven, mm -hmm. might as well grab Kayvon mm -hmm. when we can. But, Pritch, what you were saying is right. The, the knock on Kayvon is, as great as the talent is, that he takes plays off, right? right? The proverbial guy who takes plays off doesn't stay in his lanes on defense, mm -hmm. doesn't uh, necessarily follow the assignments, and all that stuff accumulates. It, it really does. And, and it's sad that it stands out on tape that way. Uh, the tape is your resume, uh, and you do not want people having those kind of thoughts about you. Now, he's fortunate because he's an incredibly talented player. Uh, and go, the Giants thinking here, okay, can we bring that out of him? Can our coaches uh, create that standard for him to where he's not taking plays off? Man, one, two, three, four, and five, all defense mm -hmm. at the top of this year's NFL draft. Now the Carolina Panthers are on the clock, and they'll be followed by the Giants again at number seven. The Giants the first team that will exercise, barring any trades, the first two, uh, the first multiple pick team to exercise both of their picks. But it's the Panthers up first, and uh, losers of seven in a row at the end of the year. Will the Yes, they need a quarterback, but it is a, the buzz, if you're to believe the buzz, and some of the buzz has worked out so far in the draft, and some hasn't, quite frankly. Will they not go quarterback? That's what the buzz indicates. And what will the Panthers do? Will we have our first offensive player selected? Line? Wide receivers, that, those streak of players, those flurry of players are sure to ensue. Coming back on the 2022 NFL VEASAN Draft BetCast next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna guard like you see him in the olympics he's gonna guard and then on top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. is the 2022 v Draft BetCast, presented by DraftKings. Live in Las Vegas from the South Point Resort and Casino and the Circa Resort and Casino, here is Gil Alexander. 
The Visa Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything Visa has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at Visa.com. Subscribers will have access. They'll have access, that is, to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets. Jonathan Von Tobel have Best Bets all the way through the NBA Finals. And Andy McNeil's got you covered on the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well. Golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, Best Bets for all. If you want the full VEASAN experience, features a daily Best Bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59. To be a subscriber through July 31st, sign up now at vston.com slash spring. Oh, Eight to right. one for Kayvon Thibodeau to go fifth overall. Eight to one? Eight to one. And that's a closing number, of course. I mean, you know, that 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 could have been that could have been astronomical mm-hmm. at any point. Well, I, I will tell you this as a fan of an NFC East team, it gives me a little bit of shivers. Despite all the the knocks on Kayvon Thibodeau, this is how the Giants win Super Bowls. They win it with defense. If it's not LT in the 80s. Uh, in the early 90s, it is, of course, the front four that won two Super Bowls against the Patriots. And uh, Femi and Michael, the Giants get probably what was a huge surprise to most in Kayvon Thibodeau at five. How do you like that? I'm right there with you, Gil. As a Dallas Cowboys fan, I'm not too happy with Kayvon Thibodeau going over to the New York Giants there. I just love his personality. I mean, the guy's <laughs> celebrating like he was hitting draft props here tonight there. But you also know there might be a pick in at six there. It might be our first offensive You know, player. I think this set up perfectly for Carolina, right? You know, all the quarterbacks are there. They weren't going to take one of those, right? And all the offensive linemen, which is what they need badly. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a couple scenarios in this draft where they thought maybe there wouldn't be an offensive lineman. Now they've got their pick, whether it's a Quanu, Cross, or or Neil. It'll be it'll be a Quanu because you know he's a guy that's probably they feel the most comfortable with in terms of durability, health, intelligence. So I think that's where they'll go. Pick is in. It's going to be a Quanu, and they get themselves a left tackle, which is what they really need. We're seeing a lot of these blue-chip defenders go. I mean, five defenders in the first round, the first time ever. Sauce Gardner, number four to the New York Jets. He's the first player for Cincinnati since 1971 to go in the first round of the draft. Like yeah. That just shows you the pedigree of these defenders at the top of the board. Yeah, no, for me, it's still a little surprising. I mean, I love, you know, unique corners, but the, 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 you know, what Gil said about the rushers, mm-hmm. how the Giants won, you win titles with that defensive front. And, you know, when you're a team like the Jets – you know, I know you're getting Lawson back, but you could still use another rush. Now, maybe they'll get one down to 10, yeah. you know, but the, I think they're going to go receiver down at the 10 spot. So, look, I, I was surprised the corners went as high as they did. It, but but when there's only really two in the draft, the two of that, that elite, that when they, and especially with the, the Houston taking Stingley at three, it kind of it made everything speed up a little bit. But, you know, I think ultimately – uh, now we'll start to see another offensive line. We'll start to see the offensive linemen go, and then we'll start to see the receivers. I think this is the trajectory we're going to go. And again, we're six picks in. There's been no trades. And, and it doesn't sound like the way these picks are being turned in so quickly, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of trade no. conversations either. It, it, that, that was the discussion that was being drummed up all throughout the day. It said, hey, Philly wants to trade up. Baltimore wants to trade up. All these teams, Kansas City, Green Bay, and through six picks, nobody wants to trade up. No. Giants, though, back on the clock, Michael, I think this will be Cross or Neal. I think it will be Cross or Neal. They have to take a look. I mean, it would be the smart play for them that they end up getting the two-player. They get two defense. Again, they're rebuilding the trenches, which is what they should do. I can't imagine they take a receiver here. I mean, they they need Cross. They spent a lot of time with Cross. They need a left tackle. They can move Thomas over to right tackle. The horizontal board that you've discussed quite a bit on the GM Shuffle podcast, and 
who's the top rated player for you on the horizontal board right now? These teams looking at this, if you're GM Joe Shane there, this is your first year, you get the board to fall to you. Kayvon Thibodeau drops to number five. Now you have your pick of two different offensive tackles, whether it be Alabama's Evan Neal or NC, rather not NC State, but um, we have Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. The horizontal board right now sitting at pick seven. What does it say? It, it says to me the next best player you could take right here, it would be Cross. I mean, on my board, it would be Neal. Iquanu was a was a 1A player on my board. Neal mm-hmm. was a 1A player. Cross is a 1B player. I think that would be the pick. There, yeah. there you go. Aquano was one of the guys that you would pound the table for in the war room to mm-hmm. pick Jordan Davis, another guy. Maybe we'll see him go in the top ten. That would right. be he should go to see, Seattle. Should pick him. I mean, the, these te- Atlanta something. should pick. Him. That's where they. He should go. That would be something, guys. I know you were celebrating the the uh, Derek Stinley at three, but I don't know if your celebration tops what we saw Kayvon Thibodeau do at the draft stage out here in Las Vegas. It took a little bit of the shine off, not going to lie to you, but Derek Stingley makes it a great night no matter what, really, after that. Uh, that was probably the biggest position in the end. Though Charles Cross going under 7.5 was quite a, a sizable position as well, and right now what we're seeing is we're down to one pick. And so will it be Cross? Will it be Evan Neal? It really does seem to be a choice between those two. And, and like, as I mentioned, so you can live trade this at, at DraftKings. So, Gil, they – they do it picks in advance, right? So right now they've got up the 11 pick, which as you know, belongs to the Washington commanders, offensive player or defensive player, offensive players minus 250 right now. Defensive player is plus 180 with none of the wide receivers coming off of the board. Yeah. I imagine mm-hmm. this is kind of how they're starting to, they're seeing how the board plays out from here. We assume another offensive lineman at seven for the giants. And so uh, they're looking at an offensive player, most likely wide receiver there for, yeah. for Washington. Yeah. You would agree with that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the run on receiver uh, is about to happen. I mean, I think the offensive tackle situation is interesting. What's also interesting, and, and Michael Lombardi was talking about this, like if Carolina doesn't trade, who's going to trade, right? I mean, mm. they, they still have all their guys on the board, uh, and yet they don't have another pick until the fourth round, and so they still couldn't find a trade partner right. uh, to gather more picks right there. So this is uh, highly interesting, right? But these runs on positions, we saw edge – uh, we're per- perhaps going to see offensive line and then eventually wide receiver. Uh, who, who's who's the happiest so far with the guy? In other words, the whole GM cliche of we can't believe our guy was there. Obviously, that doesn't apply to the Jaguars at one. Might it de- might it apply to Detroit even at two? Who who probably didn't think you know even a week ago that they might have Aiden Hutchinson and and anybody down the run. I mean, we're really got surprised again. The Stingley pick, mm-hmm. I agree was the one that may have sort of turned the draft and then sauce right behind him. The Jets get their man at four, and there was some indication that that's who the Jets wanted. Kayvon to the Giants is probably the the strangest one of the bunch in terms of what the conventional wisdom was. I mean, the Giants are right back on the clock right yeah. now, so they're obviously going to get an offensive lineman, and hopefully it's going to be across. Uh, I mean, that's all the indications out there, too. So uh, you get a situation uh, if you are the Giants – you feel like you got the upside from a Thibodeau. Uh, you just got to motivate that player. He's, again, immensely talented. And then also you're going to get the guy that you want to and on the offensive side of the ball, building inside out. Uh, how many times have we heard that? I mean, the Colts have done that. And uh, I think the league wants to mimic what the Colts have done if they can. And you got these multiple first-round picks here in the first round, the first 10 picks. Uh, you, you have to be happy with what has taken place for all these teams. I think all these teams are happy with the guys. Nobody's surprised uh, in terms of – uh, maybe the Jets, you know, you, you, you take Sauce Gardner now, 
uh, because you could perhaps get another guy that you really covet uh, with that other pick in the top 10. Yeah, Jets will get the 10th pick in the draft. That one uh, originally with the Seattle Seahawks, but the Jets have four and 10. The Giants have five and seven, eight teams with two picks in the first round of this NFL draft. That is a record. If it is to play out that way, still no trades. Uh, so nothing has shifted in any of that thus far. And, you know, much of that, again, stems from the weaker quarterback route. Not a wide receiver picked yet, not a quarterback picked yet. And it is feeling, this is sort of getting back to some of the mocks we saw yesterday, it is starting to feel like with flurries coming, not only from, you know, the mini flurry with the cornerbacks, but obviously an offensive lineman flurry to come and a wide receiver one to come, that the quarterbacks are going to be the afterthought. It is uh, it is in. It is not cross. They have gone Neal. Evan Neal. Okay. Giants there at seven. So you start to look here, and I guess the way that this could play out if you are trying to like live trade this or to live bet this, right? I mean, if there were to be a trade now at this point with every wide receiver on the board and Atlanta being a long way away from anything, being yeah. able to compete, does anybody try to – does anyone – has anyone fallen in love with Jameson Williams? Or did they mm. fall in love with, with one of these guys? It seems like now if, if anything would be that spot that they might try to come up there and – and get in in Atlanta because you figure the Jets take somebody at 10. You know, that seems to be the conventional wisdom. Washington takes somebody at 11 as well. So you kind of have to get up to that eight spot if you want to get whoever's number one on your board for sure. Well, and if you look at the Atlanta Falcons wide receiver depth chart, we barely even recognize the names. Yeah. Uh, Calvin Ridley obviously suspended for a season as well. So that's the thing there. Real quick, guys, we got about 30 seconds here to the break. Uh, Femi and Michael, uh, Wide receiver, and then if so, which one? Here, uh, you know, I mean, Atlanta can't stop anybody's running game. I mean, they can't. They, can't rush the passer. They can't, can't rush the passer. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, unless they can guarantee the other team's going to count the five Mississippi. I mean, Matt Ryan was the most sacked quarterback in the history. Of, like, they need – I know they redid Matthews' contract, but my Lord, I, I, they got to stop some of their best defensive linemen. Grady Jarrett. I mean, if you're Dean Peace, you know, Brian Dayball coached Evan Neal which we should have, you know, put two and two together there mm -hmm. when he was at Alabama for that one season. But the reality of it is, is this is. It's, it's not very good stuff. No. But hang with us, though. We will come back and get confirmation on the pick seven. Then also turn our attention to Atlanta at eight. This is the VEASAN Draft Betcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.